We're talking about the history of humanity and how we have been influenced. And it's like, we, we deserve to know that. And we deserve the technologies that are being suppressed because it's really just keeping us in that prison. tuning in to the It Can't Be a Joke podcast. This is a place where we have open dialogue about a variety of different topics, such as non-human intelligence, corruption exposure, spirituality, and ancient history and mythology. Our mission is to expose the truths and knowledge that have been kept from humanity for all too long. With support and global consciousness, our aim is to bring down the military, pharmaceutical, banking, and oil industrial complexes who are responsible for endless wars and keeping half the world in poverty. I'm Melissa Green. And I'm Kevin Kelly. Let's blast off. Let's. So, we're here with an update because we're getting back into it. Getting back into it. Okay, so just to give you a little bit of background on Kevin and I, first of all, we met back in college, in the College of Education, when we were both getting our degrees to teach. University of Nebraska, Omaha. Shout out to Omaha. And um, we reconnected this summer, and Kevin was telling me about CE5 and stuff that he was seeing. And I actually hadn't heard about Dr. Greer yet, but I always been interested in astrology and what is really out there and so when Kevin and I reconnected before we met up in Massachusetts he was practicing CE5 and which is conscious contact with light beings civilizations out other civilizations out there and I was practicing astral projection it wasn't a coincidence that I was practicing kind of, you know, that conscious, subconsciousness of traveling through space. And basically, I jumped into it right away, doing CE5, and then we met up in September and started seeing all of this crazy stuff. I mean, we have so much footage, hence the It Can't Be a Joke podcast and documentary that's coming out in 2024. But we just like started basically just traveling around and getting all of this amazing footage and realized that there is so much intelligence and technology out there that could change the world within the next 10 to 15 years. Everything could look totally different. And Kevin, add a little to that. I think that there just needs to be more buy-in from humanity as a whole. Um, right now, I think, you know, a lot of people acknowledge that you know, non-human intelligence is out there, but, you know, they're, they're worried that they're worried to talk about it is what it, what it feels like. There's a stigma that's attached around talking about, um, aliens or whatever, and that you're, you know, that you're crazy, that you're a kook. And I think one of the biggest things is just to break that stigma and we want people to go out and look and see for themselves and do it, do CE5. And we'll explain more about what that is, um, but it's human initiated contact to non-human intelligent life, extraterrestrial, or as some people say, aliens. Um, and that it's so easy. It's so, f it's fun. Do it with some friends, go out and, you know, for an hour or two, just see what you see, get ready to film it. Um, but it's something that we want people to get around because we also believe that there's a lot that's being 
suppressed from us from the military, from military contractors who have claimed ownership of these technologies when truly it could change the world. Everyone could have free energy. And that that's a game changer when you're when your car, when your home, when everything that's using electricity is powered uh, freely. So there's there's so much to cover. There's so much to dive into. But, you know, we just want people to be more open to the the ideas around it and to look at some of the facts and figures that we'll be presenting over this whole series of podcasts that we're going to be coming out with. Absolutely. There's, like Kevin said, so much to uncover. I want you to tell us about the lawmakers in charge who just revealed their plans about whether to disclose or not all this information about UAPs, UFOs. Yeah. So... Basically, back in July, there was a meeting on uh, Capitol Hill um, that had three main whistleblowers there. It was Ryan Graves, David Grush, and David Fravor. And David Grush has definitely picked up the most publicity and everything for a lot of his claims. Like, oh yeah, they have non-human intelligent bodies. They have spacecraft. They're working on reverse engineering. It's saying a lot of the big buzzwords that people really get interested in. Mm -hmm. Um, And so basically they wanted to get David Grush a skiff. And a skiff is a sensitive compartmented information facility where top secret meetings can be held, usually by the military and circumstances just like what we're talking about. It, It can be walled off. So nothing can penetrate to be able to go in and hear the conversation that's being held inside. Electronics are not allowed in. The full body pat down, everything. So it's a complete secret meeting held in a secret room that cannot be breached. And they wanted to get David Grush in a skiff to ask him these questions. And there's some um, big lawmakers like you know, Tim Burchett, who's all about it. He's from Tennessee. He's all about UFO disclosure. He's um, a Republican? He is a Republican. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, it's a bipartisan effort, though, um, between both sides. But then there's certain members who are shooting it down. So they they were making progress in getting a, a compartmentalized SCIF forum to talk about you know what information he has and what's going on because congress is being completely kept out of the loop they're not being shared this information they're being stonewalled um and they're wondering why that is but you know that was back in like july i believe that they you know had that meeting where the whistleblowers came out and it turns out that they're you know i call it the the three m's the three mics we got mike turner mike rogers and mike johnson they're all Republicans, not that, you know, political parties really matter here, but all four of them are Republican. Well, and sorry, Mitch McConnell is on that as well. So right. you got the three mics and then Mitch, all, you know, all their names start with them, I guess, but um, that ha- are kind of shooting it down. They're not letting it pass or they're diluting down the information that's supposed to be given out to be really not relevant and really not pushing forward with disclosure and the information out there that you know they deem the american people or humanity as a whole isn't fit or smart enough to know and that they don't that we don't deserve to know that it's gonna it's gonna change yeah but i wasn't like planning on anything significant happening but you were kind of like pumped about it so what did what came of it 
And what did you originally want them to expose? Like everything? I don't think that they're going to expose everything. I think if if they do it and when they start doing it, it's going to be piece by piece, little bit of information by little bit to slowly warm people up to the idea. Or they're going to keep stonewalling and hiding it and putting That's- more things to keep you distracted from it. Because every time it gains traction and that it's a really hot topic, it only lasts for a little while. Like a mainstream media will barely pick up anything on it. And then they'll go to the next story where it's like, we're talking about you know, the history of humanity and how we have been influenced. And it's like, we, we deserve to know that. And we deserve the technologies that are being suppressed because it's really just keeping us in that, that prison of information being withheld. Knowledge is power. And it's being, it's the same. It's just history that keeps repeating itself. Like did, so nothing really came of this law getting passed. From what I know, it's been kind of watered down from its original version. So some stuff may come out. Who knows? With the way that they're stonewalling it, these especially these four members, because most people want this. Um, How did the, all these mics get in charge of this information? Through what? years of being in, in the serving members of con- Senate or Congress. Mm-hmm. And then they get some of them get elected to like Mike Mike Johnson, right? He's the Speaker of the House of Representatives. Uh, so they paid, you know, their their dues, and they've been in the the boys' club for so long. So now they have these higher places of power where we know that. I mean, who's who's really influencing these guys too? A lot of the stuff that we've been researching lately, the CIA. Yeah, and I think that a lot of the whistleblowers they're they have NDAs, uh, so non-disclosure agreements. A lot of people have, like when they work for the Air Force or um, private contractors, military contractors. These companies, there's NDAs. You can't you can't talk to anybody about what you've worked on here, what you've seen. That's yeah. a conflict conflict of interest, and it puts our nation at risk. That's I think that's what a lot of people are worried about. Mm-hmm. I think David David Grush out of the three whistleblowers though, he's the one who dropped the most information. He's I feel like he's the one who's really putting it out there a lot of the stuff that is going on. Still, it's funny because like what what happened to people's testimonies firsthand? Like this person is saying it. This is what I've heard. This is what I've seen. I'm swearing right now mm-hmm. that is it's a big deal when someone puts their entire reputation on the line you know to to state what they've heard what they've worked on what they've done mm-hmm. um and a lot of people are just like oh well he's just a he's just a kook yeah. oh he's just making it all up that doesn't make any sense no why would he why would he and so many other people just be making it all up why would we be making a documentary about what we've seen if we don't well, we know most people aren't going to believe us if the unless there's footage there. Well, guess what? We got that footage. There's a lot of footage. And it doesn't take much to get out there and do it. And, like, tonight I was out back with Rose for, like, the first two minutes. And then that moving star moved all the way across whatever sky you can see in your backyard. Yeah. All the way across. Mm-hmm. And it... For a second, I thought, you know, my brain's playing tricks on me. That's just... But then I kept staring at it, and I was like, no, that thing's moving. And so, like, it's this huge thing of... It's been hidden so well that people don't believe it because society's adopted that idea that, like, I can't believe anything that isn't physical, that I can't see. 
Yeah. Well, or they need to read an article from whatever they need like some it needs to be from usa today usa today or some scientific article where it's still like we we know that there was that case with professor eugene malov they had this machine and they did tests on it to see if it put out more energy than what was being put into it as like you know um free energy coming out of it and he ended up getting they he he Found out that they falsified the information on the report because he saw the real one. Then he saw what was published. And then, you know, he's he comes out and says, this is scientific fraud. And then two weeks later, whatever, I don't know how many more days later, but very soon after that, he was assassinated outside of his childhood home by two, two thugs that were hired to kill him mm-hmm. because... They don't want the information being get out there. Oh, there's that there's free energy out there. That the way you're running your car in your house is all just controlled by these, you know, power companies, gas companies. All the you know, all of it is it's all tied together. But this this professor was assassinated because of it. It's absurd. But I, I can't remember how I got on that topic. What was the original question? We were just talking about how like people have to see it in print. They have to oh, see yes. it from a specific source. And then it's like, but what about, I mean, the sources that are coming forward now, the whistleblowers are like, you're the greatest source that you could have. Yeah, exactly. Because it's first, it's someone giving a testimony on, this is what I saw. This is what I heard. This is what I know. So this UFO congressional hearing that took place back in July of 2023, I streamed it on YouTube, but was it broadcast on national television? Was it on it live on TV? Yeah, but I think they aired it live on YouTube. Okay, was it on some of the major networks on TV? Because like I'm thinking back to a lot of like big, you know, cases and topics that have just been like that's all that's on the news. But this kind of thing that seems like the most important thing it, ever, free en- when you talk about free energy, it's like they do not give it any airtime whatsoever. And a lot of important people were there. Right. And isn't there like a station that might just air those congressional meetings live? Yeah, there something? is. There's, there's like a, it, it was probably on that, and then it was broadcast live on YouTube. Yeah. But yeah, there. I didn't see much mainstream information coming out on it. And that's why I, that's why I've just moved over to X, aka Twitter, mm. um, because there's just so much more content, so much more people are posting about it on that platform than the other ones. So that's where I got, you know, where I like to follow real closely. But going back to so many people, they need that science, you know, that scientific journal. Which how do we even know at that point that everything that's being given in those is the 100% accurate information? Anything can be altered by the powers that be. I mean, everyone knows and loves Carl Sagan, who's into astronomy and space and science. And he was silenced a long time ago, early in his career, to not talk about UFOs, which he was really interested in. And then in, you know, the 21st century, Neil deGrasse Tyson, the astrophysicist, comes out with a brand new version of Cosmos. And... He's so smart. He's got so many amazing theories. I just like, I, I've been in awe of him, but I also know that he dumbs down the UFO thing. I've seen him on all the talk shows and he's just like, I highly doubt we've been visited. And one of his 
reasonings is because he talks, he brought up how there's not many pictures, how the photography sucks. And first of all, have you ever tried to go out and capture a UFO on your iPhone? It's not something that like you're a pro at right away. It's really hard to get pictures of things way out there that are not even always solid objects. It's just like, it goes against how his brain works as a scientist to say, I highly doubt we've been visited. Come on, man. We can see right through that. How do you highly doubt that? It's like, it's as... That's the opposite of how your brain actually works and the way he talks about everything else. It's like, that's weird that you want to just shut it down so it, quickly. That's like the... E- it's so easy to like see. It makes me think that he's definitely being told what to say on that topic. Well, just like a a lot of them get paid to push vaccines, whether you're for or against, there are celebrities and and public figures who are paid more to push it. Yeah. I saw that all over on Twitter Mm -hmm. in 2020. It gets the buy-in of people. So someone might see Neil deGrasse Tyson, oh, he says that it's not real. So it's probably not real. Well, just think for yourself. I mean, what do you, most people when I talk to them, they think, yeah, there's probably, you know, non-human intelligence out there. A lot of people just say aliens. Yeah, there's probably aliens out there. And we've all thought that for a long time, especially, you know, the younger generations. Like, yeah, without a doubt, look at what we're doing. Yeah. Look, look at the technology that we have. And there's for sure, most people think, yeah, there's probably for sure. Now, then they're like, well, I just don't know if they visited us. And I think without a, you know, without a doubt, they visited us. And they played a huge factor throughout humanity. Mm-hmm. And throughout the humanity uh, that we know of and beyond. Yes. And you look at all the mythologies throughout history, you know, Greek mythology, ancient Egyptian. And then as we're learning more about ancient Sumerian. Yeah, I should and, say what we're exposed to, not what we're educated on. We're only exposed to so much of humanity's history. Yeah. There's the history narrative that's being, that's pushed and like, they don't want to acknowledge certain things that are found, especially for my favorite example is Gobekli Tepe, which is in it's a re, more recent discovery in Turkey that it's it predates Stonehenge by like 7000 or 8000 years. That is a huge amount of time yeah. and it is a huge ritual religious place that was buried in the hills that they're unearthing with huge monoliths and figurines and all this really in, insane stuff. And they, they think they've only uncovered about 10% of it. Now, this thing, I believe, was about 10,000 years ago. That is So giants used to live here. Could have been. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I, I, I do like to think that, too, because when you, when you see depictions in a lot of the ancient, let's say hieroglyphics, a lot of those beings are huge yeah. Huge. 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 <laughs> With huge brains. Huge brains. <laughs> huge brains. <laughs> and yeah, they're so, fascinating. Yeah, so back to, but wrap up on what your favorite example. Gobekli Tepe. We talking Gobekli Tepe here. Okay, yeah. yes. And that, that, is a, that is an example of like, you don't see the narrative of that being pushed that much. This huge historical finding that really changes our current perception of history. Um, You know, we learn barely growing up in, you know, in history classes throughout grade school and high school. 
and even college, like barely learn about Sumer because we don't have that much information about it. But now the tablets that have been getting decoded, and I think that there's over like, I believe I heard like 10,000 tablets. I need to definitely go back and do a little, I'm going to be doing so much research on that, but they've only decoded about 10% of it. And that is ancient text of how people were living and how they connected with non-human intelligence. And that is one of the most fascinating things that's out there because going back to it, I think that they've been around. Yeah, because you talked about the hieroglyphics and how um, going back to when those tablets, they're another, would you say, 7,000 years? I mean, they have drawings that mirror the astrological figures that have been around for eons, if I may say. With the ancient Sumerian tablets, and then I, I like, don't know the direct correlation to um, Gobekli Tepe, but we know that that, I mean, ancient Sumer could have been connected with them there. Yeah, so can you explain to everyone ancient Sumer and what you mean? There is a lot of information and text that is being decoded off these tablets that we're getting so much more information on and this is any historian's dreamland this is the his, this is what we're trying to uncover we know what happened maybe you know back in world war ii even though everything still has room for interpretation because we still don't know yeah. everything but um there it, it, it's i'm excited to dive more into that because that's that's the kind of history i really i love because it's like we all have a direct link back there, and a lot of people don't really think of that, like our DNA, our ancestors. Someone, you have a direct descendant that was alive during that time. Mm-hmm. And I always find that so fascinating, because it's just like, gosh, I, I want to jump back. I want to see what it looked like. I want to see what they were talking about. I yeah. want to hear all their their thoughts and their beliefs. And um, yeah, there's, I mean, they they, in some of those tablets, I believe, they discuss like the, the gods, the non-human intelligence walking among them and being amongst them. Multiple mm-hmm. gods, multiple, you know, NHI. And we've theory. got a lot of theories and chats to have about that. Oh, yes. it's just like there's so much. It's so vast, and 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 what we all enjoy about history is like the landscaping and the architecture of the landscape. Like, how did it get that way? There's like so much still being dug up just as you know as often as they say like we discover a new species in the depths of the ocean like every day yeah it's like they're still discovering what's underneath like when you mentioned the moai statues on easter island are those big monolithic statues that we thought were just heads but no there's something there's bodies below them that are 10 feet tall but that for our for the longest time in our life we knew those heads that were just heads and then recently as they started digging down they're like oh there's a huge body under here (laughs) and it's it's like that was that civilization most likely was taken out by just like we learned about growing up that catastrophic event a flood that <laughs> happened growing up, you know, Noah and everything. Like we're, we're getting to the point where it's like that most likely 100% did happen. And it probably had a huge, you know, as the floodwaters come in, it has all this earth under it and it washes over those bodies. And then as it settles, it forms 
whole, you know, 10, 15 feet of new earth on top of that. So all you see is the head. Yeah. Rather than the, the whole body. It used to be a, you know, it could have been a place where, oh yeah, we're over by the 10 huge bodies. That's where you land your spacecraft. <laughs> you drop it down there. That's where we're hanging out by the big bodies. You can't miss it. There's 10 of them or however many. Yeah. But now it, you know, then it got covered and that could have been yeah. way longer than before we thought it was. Yeah. So I think the and there are pyramids on every continent. You know, mm, they we want to find them. Yeah. Well, there's, you know, when I lived in Phoenix, people thought those were the mountains underneath it were pyramids in certain areas. And they're on they're in Africa, they're all over. Yeah. So they're they've got a lot to uncover. That's the whole point of this conversation. It's like there has to be a different way to go out it than then just you know waiting for all of these politicians to give us the real facts because that's just not going to happen you have to do your own research and be a free thinker because it's not going to be given to you yeah. the, you're, we're we're hoping that disclosure comes forward and that we have more of a just world and more of a you know where half the population isn't living in poverty that's what we are that's kind of our mission is to help all of the world be freed from these corporations it's completely insane to live in a different in a way that's much more just it's a fair way of living and you don't have to have you have free energy so it's not like it's this big free for all it's just society is everything's easier and like we can actually progress the way we want to progress because right now there's we should be having we should have free energy we should be further advanced and i think that's you know don't want to get go down the rabbit hole but like you know just people getting depressed or this and that i mean obviously it's the way our whole system has been set up Mm -hmm. especially over the last hundred years with all this war and corruption over and over but it's just like a much better, easier way to live, and they've just painted it up as some sci-fi idea. And yeah, I just want people to just start thinking and looking around and being like, "Well, yeah, what could be better? What about this world is outdated?" You know, I'm looking at the laptop, huge cord. It's like huge. that. It's huge. <laughs> it's so outdated. There's so many outdated technologies. It's like, come on. Yes. There has to be a shift here. And, and get if, the Mitch Mc, Mitch McConnell's out of there. He's like out. just, you know. He, it's the people who've been running that same narrative for like way too long. Just the old wigs in Washington. It's like, my God. But if anyone's interested in learning about free energy and what we're talking about, check out the documentary Close and or sorry, that's that's mm-hmm. another one we'll tell you to check out. Um, the Lost Century and How to Reclaim It. It's on Prime. Um, you can rent it or buy it. I recommend buying it because you're gonna want to show it to all your friends, and then you can and you'll want to rewatch it once you wanna... watch it again. Like there's a lot to take in, and it's really, I mean, above everything else, it's so inspiring. Yes, and it's very educational. It's it'll give you a viewpoint of what the the world could look like and you know we like to be positive thinking what the world will look like with free energy 
which is essentially pulling energy out of the quantum vacuum and then using that energy to power your house, to power your car, to power your greenhouse that grows all your crops in Antarctica. It's free. And this is something that Nikola Tesla discovered in the very early 20th century. And this energy field, you can, it's endless. And if you get into the spirituality, which is what Dr. Stephen Greer gets into in the documentary, Kevin mentioned The Lost Century and How to Reclaim It, watch it on Amazon Prime. But it also relates to that higher power, that ultimate source of life, prana chi, that, that he always talks about. Maybe you can relate to it if you think about it as that higher power that is all love and all magic. That's Sometimes that's an easier way for people to think about it because when people describe spirituality and, you know, getting on the right track, living the life you want, just plug into that good place. And that is something I kind of relate to that idea of free energy that's always there. When I've been down in the dumps and all of this and done a lot of different meditation courses and learned how to make myself happy. And of course, there's a lot of things you want to do for yourself that involve health, wellness, but that infinite source is something out there that is far beyond our level of intelligence. It's being free and it's something to really be excited about and get on board with because that's that's the future that most people want. No one wants to keep going buying oil burning gas when it is damaging to the environment but it also no. it's expensive. Like I say history repeats itself the rich get richer every time. The, yes. the billionaires doubled their billions during the pandemic. You know, it's yeah, it's ah, disgusting. That's something for another, for another topic, another well, day. But once you get into all these different topics that we talk about, they all coincide together. They're all revolved around similar. They um, do. It's crazy. And greed, and these these corporations that are unchecked they don't follow the laws they're above the law this behind the they scenes. print money when they need it which yeah. oh and we keep going into debt into debt and when i was like i remember hearing about this you know in high school and i just remember thinking to myself whoa can't you just don't these people just print more money like duh money doesn't grow on trees yeah it does it's paper yeah money and is paper it does grow on trees and i'm not trying to sound silly or stupid it's like i mean We'll get into it more about the, you know, how the Federal Reserve was set up and how they just print more money, get us further and further into debt. Yep, it is. It makes sense. It's not the, it's not society doing it because we don't own the banks. Here's your two thousand uh, dollar COVID relief uh, that we're giving to everyone. That that kind of stuff. Yeah. Where's that coming from? And it's coming from the taxpayer. We know that from you, me, everyone else. But then, then, then it goes into the subject of we don't see the majority of our tax money. We're not seeing where it's actually being used. We know a lot of it's going to the military. It's a really interesting um, stat that Dr. Stephen Greer shared is that a stealth bomber, they say it costs a billion dollars to make. And in the, the reality is that it costs about $100 million to make a stealth bomber. 
that other 900 million is funneled through the back doors to the military contractors like Lockheed Skunk Works, Raytheon. There's a couple others, but the, the main ones are Raytheon and Lockheed Skunk Works. Skunk Works. And Black Ops. I think, yeah, that is definitely, that could be part of it. That's where um, our tax dollars are going, and we never get to see anything about it. And then they ask us for a dollar to donate to the Children's Center at every time you check right. out at the grocery store, and it's like, nope. Yeah. The, the, where are my tax dollars going? It's supposed to be going to all of these things that are shitty that are supposed to be fixed, and they stay the same every year. Nothing gets updated. Right. Yeah, and so just like we were talking about, $100 million to make that doesn't really cost a billion. So then there's $900 million that gets funneled to – these military contractor businesses, these corporations, they these are not government agencies. These are businesses that get free money from us to what we know is that they're they're big in the aerospace world and reverse engineering spacecraft from other planets and mm-hmm. then using that for military purposes, not for humanity. Not humanity, for humanity doesn't get to use it. Only the military does. And that's yeah. why we're all being just kept in this yeah. bubble, forced force fed the information through the media. And yeah, it's 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 absolutely wild. It's wild. There's a lot to cover, but Yeah. That's what we're that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Day by day, and then hopefully word spreads fast because I think everyone's just ready and willing to open up their mind more because everything gets more divided people get more depressed oh yeah they get more closed off and angry the the great thing about this topic too there's no political side here everyone's on the same side that's why it's bipartisan trying to get the disclosure act moving forward because republicans and democrats are interested in it it's not yeah and that's that's the greatest thing about is that we can just come together and work towards that future the republican democrat thing doesn't work there's it's just too there's too much hatred towards each side hey let's let's meet in the middle everybody Thanks for tuning in to the very first episode of the It Can't Be a Joke podcast. Remember to follow us for updates. Just search for It Can't Be a Joke on Instagram, X, YouTube, and Patreon. What are your thoughts on this episode or stories you'd like to share with us? We want to hear from you. Shoot us an email at itcantbeajoke at gmail.com. And don't stop looking up. Stop looking up.